It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino at chumbacasino.com. Choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun. Too. It's a thing, and now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from, with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. You're about to experience a life-giving message from Bishop Kevin Foreman, the People's Bishop, and pastor of Harvest Church. We exist to lead people to totally love God, love people, and love life as one church in global locations. Find out more about Bishop Foreman and Harvest Church on our website at www.harvestchurch.church or get our app by texting the word HARVEST to the number 55498. Your faithful giving is how we continue to bring life-giving messages like these to you. Bless what blesses you in our app or online at www.harvestchurch.church forward slash give. Now, let's get into today's life-giving message. Yes, because the life-giving message I'm about to hear will change what I do. In Jesus' name, amen. So God, get the glory out of everything tonight. Move by your spirit. Have your way tonight. God, we're open and we're ready. Say, I'm open and I'm ready. Say it again. Say, I'm open and I'm ready. Say, make me better. Make me love better. Make me live better. I will love, learn, and live better in Jesus' name. I just need you to put a praise on what you just said right there. Your next 12 going to be your best love 12. Your next 12 going to be your best relationship 12. Your next 12 are going to be your best family 12. Your next 12 are going to be your best environment 12. Your next 12 are going to be the best 12 for your circle. I need you to worship that your next 12 are going to be your best. I said your next 12 are going to be your best 12. Somebody say hallelujah. Let's go to work. So listen, our series, we're starting tonight on a Wednesday. Yes, it's a Wednesday. Our series tonight is called Love Songs. We just finished our series, Set It Off. So, uh, in the series, Set It Off, we learned that one thing can change everything. Say one thing, one thing. can change everything. The last message we did on Sunday was the message, Shake It Off. And if you missed either one of those experiences, O-M-G-I-J-S. For those of you that don't speak text, I said, oh my goodness, I'm just saying. We learned this, that God did not stop Paul. This is where we ended, from being bitten. He taught Paul how to shake it off. Let's stop right there. Many times you think that because of how spiritual you are, you are exempt from pain. Many times you think because of how much you pray, how much you worship, how much you give. Watch me. How good you are to other people. You sometimes think that you are exempt from the pain that comes with dealing with other people. You'll say, well, God, I've been a good girl. I've been a good guy. God, I pray. I worship. I give. I sow. I serve. And all of that's amazing. And can I be honest with you? That's the reason why you made it through your pain. 
but it does not exempt you from pain. I need you to open your mouth and make this declaration and say, I am not exempt. We learn this, that Paul wasn't just bitten, but Paul was poisoned because vipers are a family of venomous snakes found up in most of the world. Now, I need you to listen to me because you were not here on Sunday. We're going to look at the story again in a moment. But uh, many times, if you look at that story, you just see the story as Paul being bitten. They have a bigger snake for me today than that little thing we had at the 1115. <laughs> if you were at the 1115, you saw that little, that little <laughs> that's all we could get that fast. I decided I wanted a snake on the stage. All right, listen. So, so listen, so, so you see the snake. How many people, you, you have a, a phobia of snakes? I, let me tell you, I need you to get over your phobia. You need to go to a, 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 a pet store and go hunt one. Now, you say, Bishop, why do I need to do that? You need to see yourself not being blocked. You need to see, y'all got quiet right there. You need to see yourself not being stopped. You need to see yourself not letting anything that's smaller than you punk you. I wish... You knew that you were a giant. I wish you knew that you were a gladiator, a history maker, a world changer, a line crosser, a boundary breaker. And I need you not to be grown afraid of no snake. Ooh, we got a lot of anxiety in the room right there. Uh-uh, I'm going to deal with that. You shouldn't have let me saw your face. Uh-uh, we're about to deal with that. Because many of you, let me tell you why you don't have what it is that you want to have. It's because fear. Every time you get to the door, you get scared. Every time you get to the brink, you get scared. Every time it's about to happen, you find a way to settle. And I rebuke your settling this year. I rebuke your fear this year. God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and a sound mind. I need you to open your mouth and say, I release and I renounce fear of every kind. In fact, the word fear there in that scripture in Greek is the word phobio, where we get our word phobia. So if you are afraid of snakes, you have a phobia. Because it was a lot of anxiety just came in that room. It was written all over your face. You didn't have to say a word. Just open your mouth. Say your first and last name. Say you will not be scared this year. Come on, y'all. Open your mouth. Say I will not walk in fear this year. Say, I'm reaching for it this year. Say, I'm going for it this year. Say, I waited my whole life to get to this moment. And I'm about to shut it off. I just need to know for those of you in the building and those of you online that have the faith to believe it, somebody say, and it's happening this year. So, so, so Paul, Paul was bitten, and Paul was bitten by a viper. A viper is from a family of venomous snakes. Now, what's interesting about this, in fact, matter of fact, vipers, look on the screen, vipers have long hinged fangs. That is the, those are the fangs of a viper, right? This is interesting because a viper, when it bites you, it bites you deep and it bites you so that it's difficult to shake it off. It bites you deep and it bites you so it is difficult for you to loose it. Oh, this is amazing. Because for many of you, watch me, you're about to see, because you're going to realize that this viper represents some of the experiences that you've had with people in your past. All right? The Apostle Paul, he's bitten by a viper. Somebody say, he's bitten. The scripture takes the time to name the type of snake so that we would understand the type of attack that came his way. Anytime you see something in the word of God where it is specific, that is because there's something you need to go dig for. You cannot just read the word. You got to read the word. And I need you to have such a hunger and an appetite for God's word this year that you're not satisfied with just cookies and cornflakes. You say, I got to go deeper. That's why God got you to harvest. God said, I need to give you some revelation. I need to get you something deeper. And I don't just need you to be deep for the sake of being deep. I need you to be deep so that you're able to be effective. 
I don't just need you knowing Hebrew and Greek just to walk around your job acting like you big stuff. I need you to know that so that you know how to combat the enemy. So that you know how to win every time you face a battle and win every time you face a victory. I'm here to tell you, you're not the same you you were 12 months ago. You're not the same version of yourself you were 12 months ago. You are wiser, you are smarter, you're more spiritual, and you're stronger. Open your mouth say, I'm better than I was. Now, now watch this. They have long hinged fangs. Look on the screen again. So, so that when they bite, their bite goes deep, and it's difficult for you to detach. I'm going to say it again, because for some of you, that's exactly where you're at. You have been bitten by somebody or something, and it went deep. It went back to your childhood. It went back to when you were a little girl. It went back to when you were a little boy. And not only was it deep, but watch me, it's difficult for you to detach from it. Even though you know you need to detach from it, you won't detach from it because that viper went deep. But tonight, I came with a prophetic assignment to get you from up under the poison that the enemy tried to implant into your life. So listen, it's these long hinge fangs for deep injection of venom. So here it is. Today's message is called Poison. Somebody say Poison. poison. You might remember this song from the uh, 90s R&B group, Belle Biv DeVoe. And for those of you who are not familiar with the song, the lyrics are on the screen. You can take a screenshot of the lyrics. Here's what's amazing, because I want to read these lyrics to you. Because for many of you, this is how you used to live your life with people. Mm. Y'all ready for it? Here it is. Here it is. Here it is. Here it is right here. It says, if I were you, I'd take precaution before I step to meet a fly girl, you know, because in some portions, you'll think she's the best thing in the world. She's so, really? L listen to the lyrics. She'll drive you right out of your mind. Steal your heart when you're blind. Listen, beware she's scheming. She'll make you think you're dreaming. You'll fall in love and you'll be screaming, demon. This must be some woman. <laughs> oh, they got it today. Listen, come on back. I, oh, I said, somebody say poison. poison. Right, no, no, check, check this out, check this out, check this out. We'll do that, we'll do that, but, but, but I need to make sure that you leave this building free of it. Yeah. I need you to make sure that you leave this stream free of it, that you get off of this podcast free of it. Can we go deep here? Look, look, in Acts chapter 28, in Acts chapter 28, verse number one, it says, now when they had escaped, they found out that the island was called Malta. Now, this is talking about the Apostle Paul. He's on a journey to fulfill his assignment. His assignment was to get to Rome, which was the center of the Roman Empire, where the Caesar was, where the emperor was, to spread the gospel there. Because if you get, watch me, if you take the capital city, if you take the most important city, then you can influence every area of culture. When God does warfare, he's strategic in his warfare. He said, I need to get Paul to Rome because if I get him in an influential city, he's going to influence the nation. <laughs> Let me preach to my... If I get him to an influential city, he'll be able to influence all of the culture for one city. This is why Harvest, we're about to do what we're about to do because it is time for us to have greater influence and greater impact. 
He's on a journey to fulfill his assignment. And as he's on this journey, I need you to hear me, the, the shipwrecks. Somebody say the shipwrecks. Let me help you with this. Stop thinking that because it's God, it goes right. Who told you that if it's God, everything, here, I even hear Christian, everything's lining up. That might not be God. I'm concerned. <laughs> because if you're doing something for God and you're not being attacked, I'm wondering what's wrong. If you and the enemy are headed the same direction, no wonder he ain't attacking you. But for those of you where all of a sudden you were headed in the right direction and things began to come against you, can I help you? Maybe you're not headed in the wrong direction. Maybe you are finally headed in the right direction. The attack is an answer. He's headed to fulfill his assignment. And there's a shipwreck. If I had time to tell you the story, Paul, the Apostle Paul, as he's doing that, um, they were so concerned because the ship is full of prisoners. Paul had appealed to the Caesar. He was going to be let go by a king named Agrippa. And he appealed to the Caesar. Check this out. He literally appeals his case. It could have been over. But Paul said, I'm not done yet because I'm not where I'm supposed to be. Enough people don't know about this yet. Mm -hmm. I haven't reached the level of impact that I need to reach yet. I, I, I have not brought about the appropriate amount of change just yet. So the Apostle Paul appeals to the Caesar, and as he appeals to Caesar, he has to go to Rome. As they're on their way to Rome for him to fulfill his assignment to get to Rome, where he is going to preach the gospel, and people come to Rome for everything. Watch me, not just across those that are Hebrews. But everybody in the Roman Empire comes to Rome. Asians come to Rome. Africans come to Rome. Y'all ain't saying, Europeans come to Rome. What are you saying? Is that he was about to influence people that did not look like him. He was about to influence people that didn't have his pedigree and didn't have his background. And for many of you, I need you to get comfortable because you're not going to be around a monolith of people. Mono, one lip, one word. You're about to be around some people that are going to stretch you, that are going to make you better, and expose you to something new. So he does this. He gets to Rome, and he does this. And, uh, well, he's on his way to Rome, and as he's on his way to Rome, they encounter uh, a nor'easter. They encounter uh, this storm, and this storm beats the ship up. The ship is destroyed, and now they are shipwrecked on an island called Malta. Go to the scripture, please. Acts 28. Now, when they had escaped, what did they escape? The shipwreck. I need, I need you to listen. I need you to listen. He's on his way to do what God told him to do. Yet there is a shipwreck. And there's a situation he has to escape. What are you trying to tell me? I need you to be okay when there's some situations that God needs you to escape. When there's some people God needs you to escape from. When there's some mentalities God needs you to escape from. It says, now when they had escaped, they found out that the island was called Malta. Verse 2, and the natives showed us unusual kindness. These were not believers. And I want to point this out. They were shown unusual kindness by people that did not know them. I need, here's why you need to get used to new people. Because most of your favor is going to come from people you don't know. 
And if you are stuck to us four and no more, you're going to miss the fact. I got a call right before church from somebody. He said, oh, Bishop, I meant to call you back back in November. He said, oh, the deal that, the deal that we talked about, not only are we going to do that deal, but we'll make sure that we get it done before the end of the week. Somebody that I don't know, but watch me, but they're equipped to bring favor. I need you to, to open your mouth and say, people I don't know are about to favor me. And notice the Bible says this was unusual kindness. That's how you know it's God. We don't normally do this, but we're going to do it for you. Why? Because the favor of God is on your life. How do you know? You've not been perfect, but you've been faithful. And the scripture teaches us that he always favors the faithful. Somebody say, it's going to be unusual. Uh-uh, I got to preach that for just a moment. It's going to be unusual. They're going to say, we don't normally do this for companies. We don't normally do this for people. We don't normally do this for bars. We don't normally do this for applicants. But for you, we're going to show you unusual kindness. Kindness there is the Greek word favor. Somebody say unusual favor. I need you to worship God for the next five seconds, which is the number of grace and favor. Like February is going to be your month of unusual faith. Five. Some of y'all ain't worshiping, you ain't gonna see it, but for the rest of it, let's go. Four, three, two, one. Say unusual favor. We don't normally wake right this kind of dead off, but we're gonna do it for you. Y'all ain't gonna say nothing to me, huh? We don't normally make exceptions for people to go to church, but you get to keep your jobs and change your schedule. Somebody say unusual favor. All right. For they had kindled fire and made us all welcome because of the rain that was falling and because of the cold. But when Paul had gathered a bundle of sticks and laid them on the fire, a viper came out because of the heat. Let's break this verse down. So they kindled a fire and made us feel welcome. It's interesting to me that it was strangers that made him feel welcome. Can, can I get everybody to just smile at me? Can you some of you purly, purly, come on, some just smile. Some of y'all, you ain't smiled all day. It hurts to do it. At home, let me tell you something. Listen, you, you never know how far that will take you. Uh, can you just look at somebody, don't touch them, but just look at somebody next to you and say, shalom to you. You never know how far kindness will take you. Listen, don't be impressed by the people who try to walk in to be the big stuff. Be impressed by the people that walk in and they're kind. Because I'm going to tell you, watch me, your kindness is going to write you a check for a season of favor. It happened for them. It happened for them in the Bible. The Bible says that Paul stayed on the island for three months. That's the season. And he healed everybody's sicknesses. You didn't hear me. These were not Christians. Mm. These were not Christians, yet they got the benefits of being a Christian because they were nice to a Christian. You, whoop, whoop. I feel bad for every person that treated you like dirt because what they don't realize is how they handled you is how God's about to handle them. If you mess with one of his children... It, Let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go. Here we go. All right, so, so, so the natives, they kindled a fire, made us feel welcome because of the rain that was falling and because of the cold. So it's cold and rainy. Say cold and rainy. But when Paul had gathered a bundle of sticks, notice he didn't just receive it, he participated in it. 
listen, it's always, it's always important for you to participate in, in your miracle. Participate in what's happening in your life. You don't just sit back as a bystander. You do what you can, and God will do what you can't. Somebody say, I must participate. When they gathered a bundle of sticks and laid them on the fire, a viper came out. I want you to catch this. The viper didn't come out until he started building something. It's right there in the Bible. The viper didn't show up until he was making progress. And for some of y'all, the snake is your indication that you're further than you thought. <laughs> Say, progress is being made. So look, he gathered a bundle of sticks and laid them on the fire. A viper came out because of the heat. I taught you this, uh, I think, on one of the experiences on Sunday. So vipers, they see via infrared. That means they see heat. They look for heat signatures. Now, in the natural, the natural is going to teach us something spiritual. Hear me. A, a snake is only drawn to your life and your passion. So for those of you who feel like Samuel Jackson and you're tired of all these snakes on your plane, the reason there's so many snakes on your plane is because you was giving them life. They are drawn to life and passion. So not only does the snake only show up after he's making progress, the snake now only shows up as an indication that, Paul, you're alive. Now, why is that important? Because we just read, please listen to me, be a good class. We just read that it's cold and rainy. Which means, how did you see my heat signature behind my wet clothes and this cold weather? Which means you're going to stand out in an environment. And I, listen, this is why you have to always be on your excellence and always be on your five-star wife. Because you're going to stand out in an environment where everybody else looks cold. Everybody else has no life. Don't you let those people on your job shut you down. You just talk to me. Well, listen, you better move cubicles then. You better move this then. I am life. He has come that I might have life in life more abundantly. The snake saw him. Please listen to me. It didn't see anybody else. It's right there in your Bible. The snake saw Paul. He did not see anybody else. Everybody's cold and rainy, which means if you see via infrared, you should not be able to see anybody because they're covered by cold, wet clothes. But somehow, he sees Paul. And for some of you, I need you to hear me. You felt like your whole life you've been picked. On. I'm going to tell you, you've not been picked on. You've been picked for. Picked for what? Picked for God to get the glory out of your life. Picked for God to get the glory out of your story. Somebody say, I've been picked for, not picked on. So the snake comes out, and the Bible says that the snake fastens to his hand. Fastens his hand. I just showed you the fangs on this viper. So when it fastens on his hands, it goes deep and it's hinged. Which means the snake says, I'm not letting you go until I take you out. I'm not letting, this is different than a python which suffocates to kill. This snake says, I will hold on to you until I've injected you, give me the scripture please, until I've injected you with so much poison that you fall down and die. I'm not letting you go until I see the poison start to work. 
And for some of you in your past, you've had some people that came in your life and they were full of poison and they were hoping you were going to drop What they didn't know is that this poison was not going to take you out. I need some survivors and some thrivers in this room to just give God glory in this room and online. Somebody say, I'm still here. Say, it didn't take me out. Corona latched on to you and thought she was going to take you out, but you're still here. Drugs latched on to you, thought they were going to take you out, but you're still I need you to live now. It fastened to his hand. Say his hand. Now this is interesting because remember he's cold. He's wet. So it fastens to his hand. Somebody say his hand. Say it again. Say his hand. Where it bites him is important. Because if you bite me on my leg, I can still move. Right? You, 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 you bite me on my toe. I can hop. You bite me on my hand, you want to interfere with my progress. You want to interfere with what I'm building. You want to interfere with what I'm becoming. Because my hand is the sign of me progressing. It's the sign of my productivity. So take this out. So when the enemy uh, brought certain people into your life, they bit you in such a way to get you to where you don't even want to wake up now. Okay. You don't want to go to work now. Come on, let's have a conversation. You don't want to serve no more. You don't want to pray no more. You don't want to worship no more. Why? Because they bit you in the place that governs your productivity. So the viper then now is sent. Because it seeked, it sought him out, excuse me, it sought him out, it found him, and when it finds him, it bites him to stop him. You Because what was he doing? Go back to the prior scripture. What was he doing? He was gathering. Somebody say he was gathering. How do you gather things? With your hands. Go to the next. How do you gather things? Say, do it with your hands. He gathered a bundle. He, he was gathering things. He was gathering experience, gathering knowledge, gathering productivity. So the snake sees what he's doing and attacks him where he needs the strength the most. I wish you'd be honest about some of your past, that your past attacks came at you where you actually needed your strength the most. See, you're normally a loving person, but you didn't dealt with some people that made you want to hate. I wish you'd be honest to me. You're normally a giver, but you dealt with some people that made you want to be stingy. You're normally a prayer warrior for other people, and you dealt with some people that didn't make you want to pray for them. I wish you'd be honest in here tonight. It attacked you where you need your strength the most because the snake was sent. Somebody say he was sent. The snake was sent. He was sent. That's why we're reading about this. We're not reading about it because it was a natural event. We're reading about it because this snake was sent. He sought Paul out, found Paul, and then he fastened himself to Paul where Paul needed the strength the most because Paul was in the midst of gathering. And I can't gather if I don't have my hand. 
Well, you said, Bishop, it's just one hand. What about the other? Mm-mm. If you have a snake on this hand, you're now, listen to me, preoccupied, trying to get the snake off with the other hand. And for some of y'all, they bit you here, but you're distracted over there. It hurts you here, but you're unfocused over here. They messed with you in 2018, and you're still distracted in 2021. But tonight, open your mouth and say, I'm loosening the poison. I'm... Can I teach this thing tonight? Verse 4. So when the natives saw the creature hanging from his hand, they said to one another, no doubt this man is a murderer, whom though he escaped the sea, yet justice does not allow him to live. So take this out. While Paul is in the midst of dealing with this uh, viper that it's attached himself to him, the people who were once kind, listen, they changed their story. I've learned to never get caught up in, in the things people say about me, good or bad. Why? Because the same people that were just celebrating Paul and saying how amazing he was and being kind to him, now they say, he must be a murderer. Girl, did you see that on Facebook? Boy, did you see that on Instagram? I need you not to get caught up in the opinions of everybody. So watch. So, so, so Paul, so Paul here, that doesn't mean it's, you know, it's not good. People say good things. It just means don't get caught up in it. Okay, and watch this. Watch this. So it fastened on his hand. When the natives saw the creature hanging from his hand, so what does that mean? That means now he's looking at it because it's hanging from his hand. He's looking at where he's been bitten, and he's feeling the injection of the poison. And his other hand is distracted trying to deal with the viper that's on his hand. So now both of his hands have stopped his progress because his hands are busy dealing with the snake. Here you are, a grown man dealing with this. Let me say it another way. Here you are having conquered everything you've conquered, and this is distracting you. When you put it in context, it doesn't even make sense that you're distracted by this because you've already beaten bigger than this. But here's what's different. This has poison. And here's how poison works. Poison takes you down from the inside out. So that means even if I'm used to pretending like I'm strong or being strong, this poison is affecting my strength. Can we keep going? So when the natives saw the creature hanging from his hand, they said to one another, no doubt this man is a murderer whom no one escaped to see. Justice is not allowed him to live. They said, this is, Paul deserves this. And sometimes when you're going through certain things in life, people will begin to eulogize you and say, well, you must have done something. What did you do to deserve this? Oh, here we go. What did you do to deserve this bad relationship? We're going to talk now. What did you do to deserve this? They said justice does not allow for him to live. Look at verse 5. But Paul, somebody say, I like Paul. Paul. Say, this is what I have to do. Come on, say it. Say, this is what I have to do. But Paul, he shook the creature off. Where did he shake it off? In the fire. You remember, this is how we ended Sunday, right? He shook it off. Where did he shake it off? In the fire. Now, now listen, pick it back up. Now throw it down. Now pick it up. Okay, listen, listen, listen. Right. Everybody listen. Everybody listen. Watch this. I need you to hear me. All right, check this out. While they're talking, he's not distracted by them. I need you to hear me. Too many times in your life, you are distracted 
by opinions that will change if you win. They gonna talk they talk because they think you lose him. But baby, keep watching. Give me five more minutes because this L is about to be a... I need you to know some opinions about you are about to change because you're about to have some victory. Open your mouth and say, and my next 12 will be my best 12. So, no, no, it's hanging from him. It's just hanging from him. It didn't coil because it's not a python. It just, it's hanging from him. It's hanging from him. And where does he go to? The fire. I need you to catch this. What did he get, gather the sticks for? The fire. How does he get rid of the snake? Going back. I like this section tonight. Y'all on fire. I don't know about the rest of them, but y'all on fire over here. For some of you, I need you to get back to what it was that you were focused on in the first. Because this snake was trying to get me unfocused. Get me off my square. Get me off my serving. Get me off my giving. Get me off my faithfulness. And I got to get back to the very thing I was working on in the first place. You had plans to go back to school. You had plans to get things done. You had plans to make progress. And this snake got you distracted. He went back to what he was building. <laughs> and when he goes back to what he's building, he shakes the creature off, wait, into the fire. Now listen, now the fire can burn you, Paul. So watch me. He's willing to be hurt again or burned is what helped him. Here's what happens for many people. After you've been hurt, you've been bit. I don't do people. What? Listen to me. You're called to people. How do you not do people? Every problem you solve involves people. Y'all ain't going to talk to me. Every occupation that exists involves people. You cannot be some person sitting up in the house with a bunch of cats not talking to nobody, y'all. Y'all ain't gonna say nothing right there. So what the enemy wants to do, because the Bible says faith works by love. So if he can get, he, and you said, what does this have to do with love? I'm about to show you. If, if, if he can get your love messed up, Faith works by love. Works. Works is the Greek word energeo, which means energize, which means my faith is fueled by my love. So if I'm in offense, I can't love because I can't be in love and offense at the same time. I can't be in love and hate at the same time. So since I can't do both of them at the same time, if I'm offended, that means I'm not walking in love. And if I'm not walking in love, that means my faith has no fuel, which means you on the side of the highway trying to get somewhere but can't get there because you keep letting people piss you off. Excuse me, it's Wednesday. You keep letting people get you off your square and get you off of your focus. But I need you to open your mouth and say, but not this year. I need you to be so steadfast and unmovable. You're so unbothered by people and they mess and they trauma and their issues. Sure about look. Sure about look. His willingness to be hurt again is what helped him. L listen to me. To get healed, he had to risk being hurt again. Since y'all are lit section tonight, I'm going to give y'all a chance. You don't get healed playing it safe. 
you get healed risking another hurt. I'm coming over here, y'all ready? Let's go. You don't get healed going into your cocoon shutting down. You get healed coming out of your cocoon and saying, I know people hurt me, but I will not judge everybody else that I meet based on what other people have done. I know I had some bad relationships, but this is not that. In fact, this is better than that. Middle, I'm going to come to you in a second. You, look at me, look at me. Look at me, middle section. You don't get healed giving up. Taking sabbaticals and breaks. You get healed while the very same moment you are dealing with your bite. Notice Paul didn't say, I need a break, y'all. Give me three months. I need to sit down. For, mm -mm. Paul said, listen, baby, I'm like MC Hammer. I am too legit to quit. He walks right over and he says, I'm about to build this fire and you are in my way. So he shakes it off into the fire. And I just need to know if there's some of you in this building and some of you online that you're going to shake this thing off. You ready? So, 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 I want us to observe. I'm almost done. I want us to observe. You can drop it in the fire, Paul. You can go. He did. He, he did. And I need you to listen to me. Look, you ready for this? I need you to pay attention to what he didn't do. He didn't try to go have a conversation with the snake after he put the snake in the fire. For all of you who say, I know they're a snake, but yet you keep trying to go to lunch with them, keep trying to eat with them, keep trying to date them. Are you out of your doggone mind? You already found out what they are. You better leave that snake in the fire. Burn, baby, burn. You ain't got but once to betray me. I'm done. You, you ain't got but once to show me who you are, and I'll believe you. Let's go. <laughs> What's for dinner? Barbecue Viper, y'all. Because here's what, here's what many of y'all do. Let's be honest, Wednesday. This is Wednesday. Can I preach strong? Here's what many of y'all do. You ain't going to lie to me no more. You going to be a good friend now? You're going you're gonna to stop pretending to leave me? You're going to stop threatening me? Okay. And now you got a burnt venomous snake in your hand. Which means now it has to do more to poison you this time because it's injured. This is why when you bring people back into your life, they do you more dirty than they did the first time. Why? Because you had no business picking them up out of that fire. And I don't know who needs to hear this tonight. You better leave that in that fire because this next time they come for you, you might not survive. Open your mouth and say, leave a snake in the fire. Wow. So here we go. Let's go. I want us to observe. Come on, I got to go. Come on, come on, I got to go. I got to go. I want us to observe a natural viper bite to see spiritual principles. What's a viper bite? It's a situation that injects toxins that are poisonous. Y'all still with me, Wednesday? Yes, All right, come on, let's go to work. So here we go. First, a viper has to get close to you to bite you. Snake can't bite you from a distance. 
See, he way over there. He can't do nothing to me over here. Here it is. I have to get close to him in order for him to bite me. Okay? What does this mean, Bishop? So here's where the bites come from. Number one, friends, someone you trusted. Next, family, somebody coming to you. Why? They got close enough to you to bite you. Your enemies can never bite you because you never let them close. Your enemies just do what enemies do. What makes it a bite is that I let you get close to me. You let them in your house. You let them in your car. You let them eat your food. You went to lunch with them. Y'all you, 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 ain't going to say nothing. And then three fortuitous, three Fs, family, friends, and fortuitous. What's fortuitous mean? Someone you didn't expect. There's certain people you looked at and you're like, there's others where when they turn on you, you're like, I wish there were some honest people in this building. I wish there were some honest people online. Wave at me online. Wave at me. Like when they turn and bite you, you're like, what have you been the whole time? Because great snakes know how to blend into the atmosphere. Great snakes know how to say, I'm blessed, highly favored, and empowered to prosper. Great snakes might even know how to say shalom, y'all. Great snakes wear crosses and chains. Great snakes wear WWJD bracelets. Great snakes walk up to you and say, what's going on, baby mama? I love God. I, uh, uh, baby girl, I love God. I, you don't love God? What's wrong with you? Yeah, I'm spiritual. I'm spiritual. What the heck is... We go in there this month. Because your next 12 is going to be your best love 12. That I didn't expect this from you. I expected this from who was hissing. They ran to me with bad news, so I knew they were running away from me to take bad news. I, I expected that from who was double-tongued. How does a snake's tongue? It's, it's, it's double-tongued. It's cleaved. That's why every time you see a deceiver in Scripture, it refers to their tongue. A snake has a, a, a double-edged tongue. Which means they speak in this over here, speaking this over here. They'll never say it to your face because a snake always attacks in snail. They always attack in stealth. That's the reason they need the double tongue. Because out of your presence, they're talking mad trash about you. But in your presence, they talk about how great you are, how awesome you are, how incredible you are. But the moment they get in the car after leaving your house, I can't stand Darlene. Somebody you didn't expect. You didn't expect it. You didn't expect your mama to do that. You didn't expect your brother to do that. You didn't expect your sister to do that. You didn't expect the one who you financed their whole 2020 to do that. You, you didn't expect the one you were loyal to to do that. You didn't expect the one that you gave up stuff to make sure they could have to do that. Here we go. You didn't expect your kids to do that. I you expect that? Didn't expect that. Didn't expect the one that filed a complaint on you was the one always complaining about stuff. So here's what they do. I got to finish. Where did they come from? Friends. Someone you trusted. Family. Someone coming to you. Fortuitous. Someone you didn't expect. Now check this out. One bite has many poisonous toxins. We're about to go here. 
You ready? Every time, now remember, something natural is going to show us something spiritual. Everybody listen. Here's the first thing. Uh, fasciculans. Here it is on the screen. This is one of the toxins that's in the poison a snake releases, particularly the viper releases. Here's what this means. Here's what it'll do in you, your body naturally. It'll cause involuntary muscle, muscle contractions. Okay, what does this mean for me in, in, in my life, Bishop? You'll start making stupid decisions. Because you have outbursts. And one day, because you're bitten, you'll have an outburst on somebody that ain't going to tolerate that mess. Y'all ain't going to say nothing to me. And then when you get canceled, you're trying to figure out, well, why don't I get another chance? Because your involuntary muscular contraction is not somebody else's problem. You email that to the wrong one. Said that to the wrong one. Text that to the wrong one. Y'all ain't going, y'all ain't saying nothing. Outbursts. Outbursts. Start making stupid decisions. You just start doing stuff that just dumb. You know it's dumb. I'm moving to Bora Bora. You don't even know where Bora Bora is. You think Dora the Explorer has something to do with Bora Bora. I'm going to need Dora's mama and daddy to keep her at the house. She's doing too much. Listen. <laughs> Involuntary muscular contractions. What does this mean? You have an outburst. You will snap, crackle, and pop on people. You will shoot first, ask questions later from corpses. Because now they don't want to say nothing. You didn't pop, 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 da, 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 pop. Now, do you want to talk? No, I don't want to talk to you. It's quiet in this church. All right, let's move. Here's the second type of toxin. Here's the next type of toxin. Dendrotoxins. These cause paralysis. You ready? So not only will you have these outbursts, and let's be honest, how many of us have had outbursts? But when we look back, we were like, what was I thinking? What was I doing? Let me tell you where it came from. You weren't mad at that. You, your poison was showing. You weren't even mad about the situation where you were poison was showing because it began to remind you of a previous situation and that poison that was never ejected from your system. You ain't even mad at who you say you mad at. You mad at somebody that ain't even in your life anymore. Let's go. Dendrotoxins, they cause paralysis. What does this mean? You can't move. So you get stuck where, when, and to the type of who you were bitten by. This is a whole word. Because you get stuck where you're bitten. So in your mind, you're stuck there. I just can't get over. I just can't get past. I just keep thinking about. I just keep remembering. It really hurt me when. You're stuck. Where and when. Some of you all, watch me, you've aged naturally, but you've not aged emotionally. You haven't had an emotional birthday since 89. Come on, y'all. Let's be real. Let's go. If we're real, we can heal. Say, if I'm real, I can heal. Say it again. Say, if I'm real, I can heal. 
And here's the worst part. You are stuck to the type of who you were bitten by. All right. I'm for help. I'm for help. All right. All right. Okay. Let's give me another prop. Let me have a towel. All right. Give me a towel. So get respectable, get Christian, and hold it up. All right, that's the seal. That's the seal of the bishop. Right, that's what they get. You understand? Okay. Now you—you'll you, say, "I just want some good, godly people in my life." I just want some. This is what this represents. Okay. But when you're poisoned, you don't look for good. You want the players. Y'all ain't gonna talk to me. You want projects. This person doesn't have enough need of you. So this is why you feel like this person might walk away from you. But this snake, oh, they need you. So you're stuck to this type of who. You literally search out and find the same type of who. Which is why, which is why you'll be in a new year, you'll meet new people, and watch me, but they have the same spirit. And you find these people. You will go into the grocery store. You, you, you'll find them. And they go, there you go. Hey, how you doing? God bless. The good, the good person that doesn't hiss. You've gotten so familiar with being bitten, you think it's normal. You've gotten so familiar with being betrayed, you think it's normal. Oh, but your next 12. You're stuck to the type of who. You're stuck there. You're stuck. Because you're paralyzed. Like with poison, the days go by, but you don't move. Birthdays go by, but you don't change. Life goes by, but you are the same you. But tonight. Uh-uh, I need faith bigger than that in this room. Open your mouth and say, but tonight. So watch, so watch. So, so, so here's what happens. Here's the next type. Thank you. Here's the next type. You ready? Cardiotoxins. These are toxic to your heart. What have I taught you? Heart in scripture, Old Testament, the word lev, L-A-B, New Testament, the word uh, cardio, which means mind. Check this out. So guess what? the poison gets to your mind let's make it like this guess what it affects your heart so you've lost that loving feeling <laughs> whoa whoa you won't do stuff for new people in your life because old people didn't appreciate it it's quiet in this church I'm not doing all of that. I ain't going out of my way. I ain't finna be doing all of this. Now you can take it or leave it. You're gonna call the wrong person's bluff and they're gonna leave it. Now your heart's toxic. And the scripture says, out of your heart flows your life, your issues of life. Tutsa is the Hebrew word, which means out of your mind flows your world. Everywhere you look, there you are. So no wonder why you see everybody as a hater, because you're one. No wonder why you see everybody as trying to fight you and compete with you and trying to come against your goodness and your greatness, because that's what you do to people. Because everywhere you look, 
So this is why we have women that'll say, ain't no good man. Uh-uh, you just a poisoned woman. Y'all ain't going to say nothing to me. You'll say, ain't no good women out there. I want a good God for women. Ain't no good women. No, you're just a poison man, sir. So all you see is poison. All you look for is poison. Remember, because you're already stuck there. You don't even want no good girl. Y'all ain't going to say nothing to me. You don't even want that. Let's move. Let's move. Here we go. Last two. Hemotoxins. These destroy red blood cells. Now remember, I'm showing you naturally what happens to you spiritually or in the realm of your soul. All right? Check this out. It destroys red blood cells. Blood in scripture is life. Check this out. Life is this Greek word zoe. Everybody say zoe. Zoe is vitality. Vitality is not life itself, but it's the ability to endure. When you're poisoned, you become quick to quit. When you're poisoned, you don't endure no more. You have no endurance. Mm -mm, mm -mm. You go in that gym for two minutes. Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. Yeah, all the machines are taken. I only had a smoothie today, so <laughs> I think I'm good. Check, check this out. You don't even have any endurance. You don't last in anything you do. You'll be good for two weeks. And then there you go. You'll be consistent for two weeks. And then there you go. You'll give it your all for a couple days. And then there you go. You'll say, I'm coming in this year, my next 12, my best 12, I'm going to be the best year of my life. I believe it. I receive it. I'm setting it off. Uh, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Shalom. Shalom. Thank you, Jesus. Lift him high. Turn around. Spin. Side to the left. Side to the right. Cha-cha real smooth with it. Now turn it out. Listen, you'll do it all. But because poison has destroyed your red blood cells, it's destroyed your vitality. So you don't endure anymore. The moment your feelings are hurt, you out. The moment somebody asks you a question you don't like, you know what? It's one question. Uno pregunta, or pre you know, whatever. Right? Because you don't endure. You don't endure. You just, mm -mm, I'm not going to be able to do it. Here's the next type of toxin. All right, you ready? Neurotoxins. What does that do, Bishop? It makes you feel numb. Some of you, listen, y y what you have dealt with bit you, and now you feel numb. So now you're disconnected from reality. You ever met people? We've met a lot of them over the years. <laughs> that are disconnected from reality. You're like, where do you live? Oh, God. You're like, what? What are you talking about? So how do you cope? being disconnected sex can I help can I help you if sex fixed relationships nobody'd break up 
Sex does not fix anything. We're going to talk about it. <laughs> and I ain't telling you which Sunday it's going to be. You're just going to show up and say, That's going to be a day we're going to do a lot of spontaneous worship. You're going to be like, every 10 seconds, lift your hands. Worship. There's going to be a lot of spontaneous worship that day. <laughs> I'm already prepared for that. I'm going on a fast before I preach. Ready? Sex, drugs. Somebody said, Bishop, I don't smoke no dope. No, you eat yours. You're right, you don't smoke it. You eat it. Here's the next way you cope, denial. If you lost, you lost. No matter how many times you say you didn't. Now, what are you trying to teach me, Bishop? This reveals that there's been some poison. I'll move on. Denial. Denial. You just live in denial. 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 You say, wasn't that a nice white... White jersey, Bishop had no Bishop didn't have no white jersey. Maybe Bishop did not have no red. That was red. No, no, the graphics were red. The jersey was white. No, no. See, you ain't finna make me think I'm crazy. I am not crazy. <laughs> Denial. Denial. Hey, did you just see that when you, did you just see you stepped on my foot? I didn't step on your foot. I literally have a whole footprint of you stepping on my foot. I didn't do that. Denial. 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 Here's it. You'll deny the truth. You'll deny reality. Here it is. You ready? You'll deny your hurt. How are you? I'm good. I'm Gucci. <laughs> no, I'm good. <laughs> I'm good. I'm amazing. Huh? 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 <laughs> my next week is going to be my best week. Huh? You're in denial. Because you won't even reveal that you were hurt. Here's the next one. Gossip. Whenever you see a gossiper, you're dealing with a poison person. What is gossip? Repeating information that doesn't need to be repeated. What is gossip? Repeating information you don't know to be truthful as if it is truth. That's gossip. Got it? The Bible refers to it slander. That's malicious gossip. Like you slander with the intent to kill. You want to get off that phone conversation and that person never deal with it again. Food, etc. We use all these things to cope. These are the toxins that poison introduces. I want to run through them one time because I, I need us in this series, we're going to get all of this out of you. You ready? So, so let's just hit them one more time. All right, number one, uh, uh, the fasciculants. Number two, the dendrotoxins. Number three, the cardiotoxins. Number four, the hemotoxins. Number five, the neurotoxins. How many of you after hearing this tonight will say, I think there may be a little poison left over in the system from a past experience? Most of us probably do. If you don't think you do, Watch out for them snakes on your plane. So look at verse 6. Y'all ready for this? 
and I'm going to take you up. But can we just worship for just this? I give you a lot. Can we just worship for five seconds right here? Go just worship. What are you mind worshiping for, Bishop? You're worshiping that the toxins are about to exit your system. That the toxins are about to exit your system. Five. Come on, in this building online, I gave you a lot of material. So I need you to worship for just a moment. For just a moment. Come on. Three. Two. One. Somebody say, yes, Lord. All right, so look at verse 6. However, they were expecting him to swell up or suddenly fall down dead. Let me add a snake back. Let me come on back too. All right, all right, all right, all right. Come on now. All right, all right. So here's the deal. So, so then they bite you. Okay, all right. And you, and you shake it off in the fire. Everybody listen. The situation's over. The poison's still present. You will think, oh, no, they gone. Bishop, I'm good. They gone out of my life. That's not even the point. What they were sent to leave remains. They are gone. The snake is burning. Yes, they deserve to die. And I hope they burn it. Samuel Jackson. The snake is burning. Hot snake tonight. <laughs> Barbecue snake. The snake is is burning. The situation's over. The friendship is over. The relationship is over. The business partnership is over. You don't even deal with them like that no more. You don't text them like that no more. You don't call them like that no more. You don't email them like that no more. You don't deal with them like that no more. But the poison is still in your arm. And it travels throughout your body. So look at what the scripture says. They were expecting that he would swell up. Why? Because the body's trying to fight off the poison. So to fight off the poison, your body will give yourself a fever. It'll raise its temperature. Watch me. And it, it, let me say it another way. It'll get angry. Mm. It'll raise its temperature in order to try to fight off the poisons. You, so that's why you swell. The blood will begin to rush to the areas where it sinks, senses this foreign material that's in your body that doesn't belong there. And so now you swole. What are you saying? Now your body looks different. Your face looks different. Your sleeping is different. Your attitude's different. Your... So, so watch. They were hoping he'd swell up or just suddenly drop dead. That was good. That was good. That's a good suddenly drop dead. That was good. They're, they were. <laughs> you see how So dramatic. All right, listen. If I listen. So, if I listen. Their expectancy. Here it is. We're about to go up. Their expectancy of what happened to Paul. Because they had seen other people go through it. And the first mistake you made was thinking I'm somebody else. <laughs> the worst thing the devil did was think that you are somebody. Who am I talking to in this building? Who am I talking the worst thing the enemy did was play you like you a sucker, like you are somebody else. He expected you to swell up and drop dead. Oh, but I need you to say, not happening. Say it again. Say, not happening. Look at the verse. But after they had looked for a long time. Back up, Paul. But after they had looked for a long time. After they looked for a long time. After they went through 2020. 
and got into 2021, yo. After they looked for a long time and they say no, saw no harm come to him, they changed their minds and said that he was a God. Let me fix this up for you. They changed their mind and said she is a woman of God. They changed their mind and said he is a man of God. Must be somebody says some minds are about to change. Now just stop for just a second because we're about to go up. 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 All of those poisons were put into his body. Let's go through them one more time. Cycle with me through the poisons one more time. Uh-huh. The next one. Just cycle for me. Go. All right. All of this is in his body. And they're expecting him to swell up and drop down and die. And based on what he's been through, he should have. Based on what he's been through, I wish there were some honest people. Based on what you've been through, can we tell the truth? You should have snapped, crackled, and popped alone. You should have been on an episode of Snap based on what you've been through. But I need you to open up your mouth and say, but God, but God. Say it again. But God, but God, but God, but God, but God. Paul stood there, and while they were eulogizing him, saying, y'all get the coffin ready. This ain't going to be good for them. They're they going down. They ain't going to be able to survive this. They ain't going to be able to recover from this. Uh, get it ready. Paul stood there, which means Paul went through a process so that that poison could be purged out of his body. This series, all this month, you're going through a process so all of that poison can be purged out of your body. I need you not to miss a message this see, this month and a message this series. Why? Say the poison's about to be purged. They changed their mind. Verse 7. In that region, there was an estate of a leading citizen of the island whose name was Publius, who received us and entertained us courteously for three days. Stop. But listen, where is he on his way to? Rome. What does he have? A shipwreck. Where does he go? Malta. What happens on Malta? He's bitten. What did the people show him? Unusual kindness, unusual favor. He's bitten by a snake that was sent with the intent to kill. <laughs> with the intent to kill. You ready? But somebody say, how he handled being mishandled gave him favor. Y'all must not have heard what I said. How you have handled being mishandled is about to give you favor. The Bible says they take Paul to the leading citizen. In other words, he goes in front of the decision makers and I prophesied that as you handle being mishandled well, you're about to be sitting in front of decision makers. Your name's about to be brought up in front of people that have the power and the influence to change your story, to change your life, to cancel your debt. Open your mouth and say, how I handle this is going to give me favor with leading citizens. Come on, say with leading citizens. Listen, they received us and entertained us courteously for three days. If you kept reading, one of his household gets sick, Paul heals him, 
Paul stays on the islands for three months and heals everybody. Funny, no wonder he had to be attacked at the beginning of the story. Because he heals everybody on the island. Please listen. He heals everybody on the island. But to get an anointing to do that, to get a grace to do that, to get a favor to do that, you're going to have to have been through something yourself. So no wonder why you went through what you've already gone through in the first month of this year. Because for the rest of the year, you're going to be bringing healing to other people. Everywhere you walk, everywhere you step, everywhere you go, you're going to be a vessel of healing. Somebody say, I'm glad I was bitten. Because now I'm a blessing. Say, I'm glad I was bitten. Because now I'm a blessing. One more time. Say, I'm glad I was bitten. Because now I'm a blessing. I just need some radical praises in this building. Some radical praises at your house. Come on, Wednesday. Say it with me. Say, I'm glad I was bitten. Because now I'm a blessing. Say, I'm glad I was bitten. Because <laughs> now I'm a blessing. You are about to live your best trail. They're going to be in your next trail. Release a praise right there, Wednesday. Come on. <laughs> I'm glad I was bitten. Go. Because now a blessing. Say, I'm glad you were bitten. Because now you're a blessing. Y'all type it on the screen. Say, I'm glad you were bitten. Because now you're a blessing. Here we go, Harvest. Say, I'm glad we were bitten. Because now we're a blessing. Say, I'm glad we were bitten. Because now we're a blessing. I gotta go. That bite was anointing you. What does that mean? He was giving you the supernatural ability to step in and turn some things around. Can you point to me? If I'm your pastor, point to me. Say, I'm glad he was bitten. Say, because now he's a blessing. I'm glad I was bitten. Let's go. Because now I'm a blessing. I got to stop. If you're in this building or you're online, I got to go. Let me have my communion. If you're in this building or you're online and you're not a Christian, tonight's your night to come to the Lord. Secondly, if you're giving your life to the Lord, you've not been faithful to him. This is your night to recommit to the Lord. And thirdly, if you're like, Bishop Foreman, I do not know where things stand with the Lord. I want to be sure tonight. Tonight's your night. You become a Christian, recommit yourself, Lord, to be sure. On three, in the building, raise your hand. Online, do the hand wave emoji or say, it's me. One, God's coming to get you tonight. No judgment, no condemnation, no shame. One, two, three, if that's you. Hands up in this building, online, do the hand wave emoji or say, me. You become a Christian, recommit yourself to the Lord, or be sure. Come on, church, we do better than, than that celebrating people coming to Jesus. 
Everybody pray this for me, even if you went to school with Jesus. Say, Father, thank you for dying in my place because of this belief and because of this confession. If this is my first time praying this, I am now a Christian. If I was far from you, I am reconnected to you. Great days are here for me. I give you my life, even the bitten parts. Over this month, the poison will be purged. I'll love better. I'll love God. I'll love people. I'll love life. Say it again. I'll love God. I'll love people. And I'll love life. In Jesus' name, amen. If you prayed that prayer for the first time, recommitted yourself to the Lord, or you're now sure, take out your phone, text the word decision at 55498. Did you make a decision to become a Christian for the first time or recommit your life to Jesus? We want to help you make Christianity your lifestyle and not just a hobby. Text the word decision to 55498 to let us know about your decision and we'll send you amazing resources to help you know what to do next. We're praying for you and congratulations. The rest of your life will be the best of your life. With everything you have on your plate, earning your degree online seems impossible. But at Grand Canyon University, we specialize in helping you fit a master's degree in business into your busy day. Your graduation team, led by your own GCU counselor, provides you with the personal support you need to succeed. Achieve your goals with a plan and team behind you. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Visit gcu.edu.